everybody. Good morning. Welcome to the Teach Better Today morning show where the Teach Better team gets to join you live every single mon- every single morning, Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern. I'm going to keep drinking this coffee to try and wake up this morning, but we have a very, very, very wonderful educator with us. Many of you already know Brandy, a part of our Administrator Mastermind and Teach Better family, but if you have not connected with her yet, I promise this will be a good one. We'll be right back. I am doing great today, Ray. That intro was wonderful. And between the intro and my coffee, I am feeling energized. Let's do this. I I am so glad you're feeling energized. I want to start the day off with a complaint because I believe, Brandy, that you only have one hiccup a day. So once the hiccup happens, you're like smooth sailing the rest of the day. And I want to let our Teach Better community know that I have already done the hiccup for the day. Everyone else, it's already taken care of. And they just get to keep on going because my coffee um, that I ordered from Starbucks today was like missing two key ingredients, which means I have a coffee that tastes like the opposite of what it's supposed to taste like. (laughs) So I just feel like that's the hiccup. Everyone's going to have the easiest day today. It's going to be a win. It's a win. Yes. Thank you for taking that for us because I agree. One hiccup a day, that is our max. And then after that, it's smooth sailing. I like that philosophy. I love it. So for our friends who may not be familiar with you, Brady, I know you're very active in the Teach Better family, but you like to work in so many different Teach Better bubbles. I'm not sure that everybody gets to engage with you all the time. So would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself and what you do in education? Sure, absolutely. So right now I'm a superintendent. I'm in my second year as a superintendent in a small rural school in Illinois. Um, We have about 477 students in my school district. And the superintendency, I say, is the best and the worst job on the planet. Um, And we can talk more about that maybe later. But um, I've been in education for this is my 23rd year. Started out as a school social worker, uh, worked as a school social worker for 10 years, worked as a principal for 10 years. And now I'm in my first superintendency. And I love being an educator. I love um, the possibilities this job allows for us. And I look forward to seeing what I can do in this role. I love that you have gone through such an important journey to support educators. And you have been a blogger with us. You participate in our admin mastermind. I mean, you, you continue to do so much with our community. I do want to apologize for our barking dogs. That's such a silly morning. Of course, that's just going to be the other hiccup of the day. Um, But I do want to know, Brandy, how did you get into this work? Ray, I got into education um, really because of some tragedy that our family experienced when I was a teenager. Um, When I was 15, um, I was getting ready for prom. It was just a typical Saturday and I was getting ready for prom, was going with some friends, um, sophomore in high school. And my little brother ran in the kitchen that day and he said that our brother, Brandon, fell in the creek. Um, 
didn't really think too much about it. But fast forward, unfortunately, um, Brandon passed away. My mom sent me on to prom. The next day was Mother's Day. Um, the entire town came out to search for for our brother. And um, unfortunately, he drowned that day. And um, the way that our town and especially our school community rallied around our family has forever changed who I am. And that is my why. That is why I got into education. Brandon was the typical at-risk student. So great family. I mean, I feel like we had a, a middle America, you know, working class family growing up, great parents, um, very supportive. But we called him Bub. That was his nickname. Bub did not love school. He was very ADHD. He was um, one of those students that would much rather be out doing than in a classroom learning. And that's why he went horseback riding that day and tried to ford the creek. And he eventually lost his life doing that. Um, but just seeing the way the teachers and the students and the counselors all rallied around our family, that entire class, he was in seventh grade at the time, boarded a bus and came to the school, I'm sorry, to the church where we, where we had his funeral. And they attended his funeral on a school day. And, and the, the school was instrumental in arranging that. Um, it, it just, like I said, it has forever shaped who I am as a person and as an educator. And I started out wanting to just give back. I didn't even know school social workers existed before that happened. And it made me want to do that for somebody else. And um, when I was a school counselor and a school social worker, I did work a lot with students with grief and dealing with trauma and things like that. And especially now, um, after the pandemic, we all have experienced some trauma in our life. And I think that now more than ever, um, I want to give back and I want to lead with hope. Um, that's my side business. Um, in addition to being a superintendent, I also have a side business. Um, and, and it's all about leading with hope and, and giving back and creating opportunities for other people. Mm, well, I definitely want to get into the work you're doing with Lead with Hope. But first off, thank you so much for sharing that story. I know that it can it cannot be easy to have to reflect on such a traumatic event in your life but what a beautiful story of how a community can really prioritize a family and prioritize their students to to ensure that through hardship they come out strong and and feel supported i i think that's such a wonderful reminder of the other elements of school that is beyond the content, beyond standard alignment, but really looking at how we are there for our students to provide them with the support that they need, whether it be something as tra tragic as a death in the family or as you know, small but still important of, of argument with a parent on their way to school and needing to, to build them back up to have a successful day. So that is incredibly, incredibly important and powerful. You know, yeah. we are going to be right back as we head into our team talk. Brandy, I would love to get into the work you're doing with Lead with Hope. I would like to encourage everybody to stick with us. And also we'll be sharing Brandy's contact information to continue to make those connections and grow our professional learning network. We'll be right back.
for sticking with us. We are live at Teach Better Today Morning Show with Brandi Kelly discussing not only her work as a superintendent, but her incredible work also with Lead with Hope. If you are not familiar, this is the day that you are going to now be a fan. Brandi, tell us a little bit about the work that you're doing with Lead with Hope. Why is this something that you created and are a part of? Sure. So Lead with Hope is really just me being on a mission as a superintendent, seeing the need out there to inspire and to motivate and to empower educators. Um, education is so incredibly important, especially now, you know, coming out of the pandemic with all of the needs that we're identifying. Um, they're just, I think, accentuated. Um, we've always had these needs, but now they're accentuated. So um, it, it's a tough job. It's always been a tough job, but it's even more so a tough job now. And I think educators need to remember how important they are and the relationships that they form. That is what changes students. We learned that through the pandemic. Whenever, um, you know, we were virtual, the relationship piece was absent. So the kids need that. That's what they, that's what motivates them. That's what helps them to engage in learning. And so it's the people, not the programs that make our schools great. And we can credit that to our principals and our teachers and all of the many staff members that are in our schools. And so that's what Lead with Hope is all about. And, um, you know, it goes a step further into self-reflection, self-awareness, and self-efficacy. I believe that's an intentional process. And for us to be the best version of ourselves, it requires that self-reflection, self-awareness, and self-efficacy. And then we can help our students become the best that they can be as well. If an educator wanted to learn more about this process, the support that they can be providing students that they may not yet be providing, what do you encourage them to do outside of maybe reaching out to you? Sure, absolutely. They can reach out to me at leadwithhope.net. It's a website that I have created. I also have a podcast, and I believe that in our stories, we can learn so much. It's just the Lead with Hope podcast. It's on Spotify. It's on Amazon Music. It's on Apple Podcasts. And the thing I love about that is I don't have all the answers, but together we do. And so they can um, they can listen to our to our recordings. It's a biweekly podcast. I've had Adam Welcome on so far, um, Darren Peppard, um, and he is my publisher. I'm working with him to write a book, Lead with Hope. So that will be coming out sometime between you know within the next year, year and a half. Um, and then I've had Kip Schubert on. Um, he is actually coming to our school in January. I'm looking forward to having him. Um, his book's amazing as well. Um, and just learn together, you know, just reach out and, and we'll, we can learn together. I love this journey that you're on, not only spreading hope in educators' lives, but also making resources that are readily available for them. The podcast, you know, I love a good podcast recommendation and congratulations on the upcoming book. This is going to be a great opportunity to continue to spread that message, the insight, and then also I'm sure the strategies that educators can put in place is as soon as tomorrow. If you had a a soapbox topic, a, a major takeaway that you wanted our community to to walk away with either from this morning's conversation or or just from connecting with you in general. What, what do you hope an educator walks away with? 
what I hope that they walk away with is just the understanding that self-awareness is an intentional practice that requires self-reflection. And we do not gift ourselves with the time necessary for that. Um, so often we are in the firefighting business, you know, we're just putting out all the fires all the time, but we're not taking the time to be self-reflective and continually growing ourselves. And I believe that we have to take care of ourselves in order to be able to take care of others. We have to lead ourselves well in order to lead others. And that requires us giving ourselves the gift of time. So I, I hope that educators will hear that and they will know that it's so very important for them to carve out that time. They deserve it. They need it and they deserve it. Mm, so, so, so powerful. Brady, before we wrap up our conversation, obviously encouraging our community here to continue the connection with you, I know that you've been very involved in the Teach Better family, right? You're, you're part of our admin mastermind. You've been blogging with us. What do you feel like is um, the value of of contributing there. Obviously you have a lot of different connections. You can you can be doing a lot of different things. This is something that you choose to dedicate your time to. I would love to give maybe our, our listeners today uh, some insight and maybe some of the little networks that exist within the Teach Better family that they may not be taking advantage of yet. Yeah, I think that, you know, I learned about Teach Better back during the pandemic. And the thing that I loved about it initially was a colleague of mine turned me on to the mastermind and just connecting on a weekly basis. And I can't connect every week, but having that opportunity to connect on a weekly basis with educators who are also working hard to um, improve themselves and though, you know, improve themselves, improve their schools, provide more resources for the students that they serve. Um, it's so powerful. And there is so much wisdom and knowledge in that group. Um, and then, of course, Livia Chan and I connected in the Teach Better group, which I love Livy. She's amazing. amazing. Um, and she encouraged me to write my story about Lead with Hope. And that's kind of how all of this started to unfold. This journey started. Um, and I love writing. I've learned that, that writing is so cathartic for me. It's it's really um, helped me to be better at being a reflective leader, which I think is extremely important in my growth process. Um, and then, of course, um, I met Jeff and Jeff does the edupreneur Um component of Teach Better. And anybody that is looking to start a side business with educational consulting, speaking, whatever you might be considering, that is also a great avenue and a great resource. There's a wealth of knowledge. But like I said, we're better together and working and collaborating and, and learning from each other. It's just such a, a great resource. And we're very, very blessed to have Teach Better. Mm, I'm so appreciative of of everything you just shared, but also just that these networks were able to provide a little something to enrich the goals that you had as an educator and that you were encouraged to even step outside of your comfort zone and try something new. I think that's the beauty of being a part of a network. I know so many of our, our community here, maybe this is your first time connecting with Teach Better, or this is the only way you connect with Teach Better. And 
something I want to encourage you all is that there's so much more that this community does. And it's funny because as you kind of mentioned in, in your explanation, a lot of it, I am just a participant of, I'm not leading. I want to make sure everyone here understands that there's a full team backing all of you every single day. And if you need anything, we probably have somebody that can give you some sort of insight or connect you with somebody special to, to support you. So Brandy, I really appreciate you kind of sharing that that explanation of how you slowly started stepping into each of these little groups. And I uh, want to encourage everyone here to maybe step outside of their comfort zone and try being a guest blogger, or listen to a new yeah. podcast or, you know, like join admin mastermind. If you're a leader, right. Do something that, that just gets you a little bit better connected. Cause I think it makes a huge impact. Absolutely. And it just puts a fine point on the fact that our stories are powerful and you never know what component of your story is going to impact somebody's life. Um, I never would have thought that my story would touch people, but I've heard from people all over that, um, have th they've thanked me for sharing my story. They have connected with me because it resonated with them. And you just never know how you can impact another person's life. And that's the, that's the beauty of the work that we get to do every day. Mm, so, so, so special. I want to encourage everyone here. If nothing else, definitely go connect with Brandy. She is doing incredible work in Illinois as a superintendent, supporting educators, not only locally in her community, but worldwide as she continues to lead with hope. I want to encourage you to connect with her. And if you have any issues connecting with her, uh, please reach out to me or anyone else on the Teach Better family. We'd love to help you make that connection a little bit easier. Brandy, thank you so much for joining the conversation this morning, sharing your story, sharing your insight. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you, Ray. I appreciate you having me on this morning. So fun for everyone. We hope you have a wonderful day between the mistake coffee, the dog barking. You got plenty of things ahead that are going to be easy peasy. And if you are watching today's show, feel free to share it with somebody who may not be a teach better family member yet. We're always looking to connect with wonderful, wonderful educators and provide that free support. See you guys soon and have a wonderful day. Hey, Teach Better community. Thank you so much for joining the Teach Better Today morning show every single weekday at 7 a.m. Eastern. We have so many resources for you outside of this live stream at teachbetter.com, including blogs, podcasts, and professional development that will bring our team to your school. Wherever you are listening from this morning, please make sure you are sharing and celebrating the incredible educators in this world. And hey, if you are listening over on a podcast to Teach Better Talk, 